Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady on. She's brave. She, she will not cower down to your attitude. It is Riley Gaines, former star swimmer and now spokesman, spokeswoman for the Independent Women's Forum. Riley, how are you? Good to see you again. I am so glad to be on with you, Joe. Thank you for having me. How's the show going? It's great. Gosh, there seems to be so many things um, that you can create content around nowadays. I mean, it's crazy right. all of the different things that seem as if it should be like a Babylon B headline, but it's reality. Um, so it makes it makes the job easy, huh? That, well, it does. It makes the job easy for you and for me. This is what we do now. But but at the end of the day, wouldn't you like to wake up one day and go, okay, they finally understood and they finally got it. And they're going to stop this garbage. I would love that. I'm waiting for that day, truthfully, because <laughs> a lot of these issues, it seems like they can truthfully have no sustainability. But again, here we are. Well, I'm gonna. I'm glad you said that because I, I, for some reason, I haven't changed this, and maybe I should. But when I open my browser, it goes to some MSN page or something, some Microsoft, NBC garbage, and the 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 first story that they try to shove down your throat, and it's the biggest story in the page, almost every single day, is a trans story or a trans athlete story. And I'll give you an example today. I just opened this before we started today, and the the, the headline is nine questions for transgender swimmer Skylar Bailar. I didn't know Skylar Bailar. This is a biological woman who has transitioned allegedly to being a, a man, was recruited to be a female swimmer, is now a male swimmer, which also is completely ridiculous because now she's somebody who is taking testosterone, which I think the guy swimmers can say, that's unfair. We can't take testosterone. This person is basically taking steroids. But, but Riley, every single day, this is from the Washington Post, every single day some large outlet is pushing this on everybody. Why? That's a question we should all be asking ourselves. Why? Um, as a Christian, I have my own personal beliefs, and I see this entirely as spiritual warfare, this whole gender ideology movement. Right. Um, but I think you know it's worth pointing out, too, that we see a lot of companies and organizations and the medical profession and academia and things like ESPN. The list goes on. We see these people following the money. That's why. They don't follow red. They don't follow blue. They follow green. Just like the NCAA, just like, again, ESPN, Hershey's, the list goes on of these these woke companies and organizations who have totally caved to the woke fads that we're seeing yeah. like this country. 
But but when you put a headline like that, and it's one of the two newspapers that we consider newspaper of record, we did historically, not anymore really, but the Washington Post and the New York Times pushing this thing, it makes some people that don't have the time to pay as much attention to it as you and I, it makes them think, well, man, this is kind of okay. This is somebody who feels like he's a man now and is married to a woman and wants to swim as a man. What's the big deal? I think that's what they want us to get. They want to beat us about the head until we say, ah, I don't really care anymore. Exactly. That's how we got to the point we're at now is because for too long, you know, I think we, especially as conservatives, we have our heads down. We're focusing on ourselves, on our family, our career, um, the, the things that matter to us. And suddenly we're seeing all of this around us. But we got here because we were complacent. Um, we were silent. We were kind of left in the dark. And now here we are. So definitely they want to normalize it. That's why they're introducing it to young kids. Again, starting in academia, right. um, teaching this stuff. There's no doubt about it. It's it's all about normalization of truthfully pedophilia, I think is a big part of this movement. Um, we just saw another trans story of the week. We just saw a 50-year-old trans person um, competing in the 13-14 age group category. So not only was this person transgender, they were trans age. And we're just told we have to accept this. Again, it's it's lunacy. We're denying objective truth, biological reality. She hosts the Riley Gaines show. She also is a spokeswoman for the Independent Women's Forum. Where, where do we find? Do we go to Outkick to find your show? Yeah, anywhere where you get your where you you get your podcast. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Outkick.com. Absolutely. I, I followed that story out of Canada yesterday, that 50-year-old man who's swimming against the 13- and 14-year-old girls. And you and I, when we first spoke, maybe the second or third time we spoke, we've been friends a long time now. One of those times I said, Riley, couldn't we solve this if all of the athletes said, I'm not getting in the pool with that guy. I'm not getting in that pool with that 50-year-old. I'm not going to let my 13-year-old daughter. Or I'm not going to, to the NCAA, I'm not going to get in the pool with Leah Thomas, who's a guy. And, and your answer was, and it made sense to me, but I wonder if you've changed. You said, um, yeah, but then there are six people waiting for every position that would then open up, and eventually the girls would get in the pool. Is that changing? Because if the athlete said no, the NCAA loses all of its money and only has one person in the pool, they have to make a change. No doubt. And I will tell you, I have changed uh, my perspective on a lot of this because initially I didn't think women and girls should have to sacrifice anything. You know, we worked hard. I know when I was faced with it, I didn't want to have to give up my opportunities, um, right. the work that I had put in. But I'll tell you when I changed my mind. I, I, I changed my mind. This bill, the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act, was introduced in the U.S. House by Representative Greg Subi, and it fell entirely on party lines, meaning – 219 Republicans voted in favor of protecting women's sports and all 203 Democrats, every single last one of them, voted in opposition of protecting women and girls in sports. And that's when I realized, I, I thought, of course, legislation was how we're going to fix this. And I still think that. But if we wait for legislation, too many girls are going to lose out on opportunities. Too many girls are going to be exploited in locker rooms. Too many girls are going to be injured in their sports, especially sports that require some sort of physical contact. Um, it's It has to be – I mean, boycotts are known to be effective. Right. That's how we send the message that we have had enough and we're saying no. So I do believe now, of course – uh, we need to to not go when the gun goes off. I'm glad to hear that, that you're happy to evolve as the times change because I don't think you were wrong then and you're certainly not wrong now. And you're right. When, when you can say, because I've got a, a D under my name, I'm going to vote no. Because I have an R under my name, I'm going to vote yes. That doesn't make sense because 
Forget everything else that we're talking about. The fact that that I can walk into any locker room, anywhere I want, into the women or girls locker room, and then say, well, I'm really an 18-year-old female, and you can't tell me otherwise, that, that is a denigration of our society to a, to a point that people are unsafe, to a point that those who want to rape and molest and do bad things are going to take advantage of that and say they're anything they want to be that day to get access to their potential victims. That should have been the stopping point, right? Boom. <laughs> it's that simple. And it's not to to water down the issue of gender dysphoria, right? right? Like, of course, I don't understand what this is. I don't because I don't struggle with it. But I do believe there are people out there who who do face this mental delusion. But how can we not acknowledge that the systems we have in place allow for opportunistic males to take advantage of women, with ultimately women becoming collateral damage? That's what the premise of these arguments are, and not even just in sports, right? right. In prisons. In domestic violence shelters, in sororities like we're seeing at University of Wyoming, where they've allowed a male into their sorority house who undresses and showers and walks around fully exposed and and erect, which is perverse and disgusting. How can we not acknowledge that the policies we have in place allow for that to happen? It's Riley Gaines. Go and support her everywhere. A spokeswoman for the Independent Women's Forum and find her podcast, her show, The Riley Gaines Show. You, you know, you just named one of the examples, but there are several examples. You and I are not talking hypothetically here. We know in Loudonville, um, Virginia, we know that a boy walked in and raped a girl. He said he was transgender. He wasn't. And, and again, the whole transgender word has been so used that it's almost antiquated. It doesn't really mean anything. It's a boy, went into the locker room, sexually assaulted a girl, and the girl's father when he complained at the school board meeting got dragged out by police and what you just said about prisons there are inmates who are men impregnating female inmates when they say they're female and they're housed with females literally they're pregnant now and then the other case that you talked about as well we know that this is going on so why why then as a society wouldn't we rise up like in 1972 or 73 way before your time but i was around when they did when they did title nine and I asked, why are we doing this? Because girls have to have the same opportunities as boys. In this day and age, we're literally giving the opportunities that were made for girls by Title IX to men and, and males and boys, and we're acting like it's somehow still beneficial to girls. It blows my mind. I don't get it. Me too. Um, in the name of feminism, we are utterly and entirely embracing the patriarchy, as yes. they love to say. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, unfortunately... Sometimes things have to get worse before they get better. And I think that's the point we're at now. I will say, I do believe the tide is turning. I Good. do believe parents are waking up and again, coaches and, and female athletes. And, and the, I think among the general public, people are starting to understand how this movement is harmful and it's not all laissez-faire. Like we all were, were set to believe, you know, you do, you do your own thing. I'll do me. We're past that. Okay, and I think people are starting to wake up and see that. I think people are becoming more more bold, more empowered, more inspired to speak the truth. Um, but like I said, unfortunately, sometimes uh, it does have to get worse before it gets better. And I, I think that's where we're at now. There's an argument in this country, and it's Riley Gaines. We love having Riley Gaines on. Go and follow her everywhere. She's doing God's work out there, protecting women and girls in sports and well beyond. There was a get-together recently for STEM. I guess it's science, technology, engineering, and math. And I guess there aren't enough females that are in those industries. So this was a female-only STEM um, uh, engagement, some sort of a, uh, a, a almost like a job fair, but only women were supposed to go. 
a bunch of men showed up. Only men showed up. They said they were non-binary. They said that they don't identify as men. And that's it. Not one female was benefited by this. Not one extra female in those in those jobs you know, showed up. And no, Riley, they're all afraid to tell the guys to get the hell out. It, it's almost as if the men are, I mean, it, I can go do anything I want to, today and just claim that I'm something that I'm not. And people are afraid to say something. Are you finding that people are raising their voices more? Because this was ridiculous. This was very recently. It's like a month ago. Yeah, this story was one, truthfully, you can't help but laugh at. Right. Fortunately, it was like comical. It's like, oh my gosh, this is almost hilarious. Again, it goes back to being like a Babylon Bee headline. Yes. Real life. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I really, really do. I, I think, of course, there's this fear. There's this, this fear. There's this external pressure being put on us. But really, I will say... I think we're putting a lot of internal pressure on ourselves. I think we're self-canceling ourselves before we even give someone else the option to. Because we've labeled people, it's either in this society we live in now, you're either an oppressor or oppressed. And no one wants to be an oppressor. And you know what the qualifications for being an oppressor are? To be straight, um, to be white, to be a Christian, especially if you're a male, you're the ultimate oppressor. Um, And no one wants to feel like they are... They owe someone something. They would rather be owed something. They want to be marginalized, to be victimized. It's, it's a very weird mentality to have. But yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think we're in this um, this mindset, you know, of the emperor wears no clothes. And we all see it, but no one is willing to call it out. But uh, the moral of that story, once one person calls it out, everyone else is like, wait, we see this too. He's not wearing clothes. Um, and I think hopefully this courage, um, it begets courage and there's certainly strength in numbers. And so hopefully, um, it will start to spread like a wildfire because that's what we need. I think you've empowered so many people, men and women, girls and boys. And I think people see what you're doing and go, man, if she can put herself out there and do this, maybe I can as well. And you made such a great point. It's like when somebody calls me a racist and they've done that because they didn't like Obama's policies or something. And I'll say, give me one thing I've ever uttered that you could even get close to qualifying as racist. And the answer is, I just feel like you are (laughs) and like, well, that doesn't matter. You actually have to have some evidence. The problem is the white, generally speaking, white male, uh, heterosexual Christians, um, when they're called a racist, will go, no, I'm not. I've got, I've got black friends and look, I went to this and I love black people. And instead of doing that, just do what Riley Gaines does. Hit me with some fact. Tell me exactly what it is. You've got a problem with, with what I'm saying. And then we can have that debate in that conversation. And they never do Riley. They just want you to shut up. And if they can get you to shut up, then they think that they somehow win, right? Exactly. But we can't give them that satisfaction. Again, that's how we got here is because for they so desperately try and silence um, reason, logic, science, common sense, and they will do it through whatever means they can. Yeah. Um, but they can't dissuade from our argument. So they when, when somebody when somebody does want to debate you, though, do, what is the debate point? Generally speaking, is it leave us alone, live and let live? What's your problem? Is that the argument they try to bring? Yeah, it's a slew of things, right? They'll say, you know, well, life is about more than just winning sports. Uh, okay, that doesn't change. Tell that to Leah Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, exactly, exactly. These people are transitioning, not... I won't say they're transitioning necessarily to win, but that's what's happening. Yes. Um, they'll say that there's no biological advantages between men and women. You'll have people who say it's it's really misogynistic to say women can't achieve just the same things as men. The arguments are ridiculous. <laughs> so you're the oppressor of women. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm misogynist. <laughs> how, does, how does that make any sense? And by the way, scientifically, we know that males have a a, a, a a much better benefit athletically than females do. I love what you said in Congress. You said, you know, I was the number one swimmer in the country, and my husband, who wasn't, can beat me easily. I think you said he'll kick your butt in the pool. So, I mean, that, that in and of itself should have been enough. But uh, uh, more times than not, when we spoke last, they were trying to shut you up. Are more people coming out and listening now? Are more people coming out and going, you know, I didn't think about it that way, but I get it now, Riley. They are. Um, I really feel like they are. Last night I spoke at Harvard, for example. Um, Oh, my God. Harvard must hate you. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They have this motto of veritas, which means truth or reality in Latin. Um, But they've strayed pretty far from that. But I'll say there was a lot of people there in opposition. um, And it was evident to me, based on conversations after the speech, that these protesters, they had their eyes opened and their minds changed. And that's what makes it worth it. And that's all we really want. You don't want to feel like you've won. You want to feel like we're all agreeing to the truth. Because growing up, the truth was always the truth to me. And what was fiction was always fiction. And there wasn't really an in-between. The idea that you have to believe their fiction to make them feel better is ridiculous. And, and let me ask you one last question because you've done this for a while now. And, and thank God you're not a dentist. I know you wanted to be a dentist, but thank God you're not. I, I would much rather have you out there speaking for common sense and truth. When people come up and finally get it, do, do they do they thank you? Of course I hope they, they do. Of course they do. They understand who I'm fighting for. I, it's so easy to see the headlines and think anti-trans athlete wants to ban trans people. No, that that's not what the argument is. The argument is pro-woman athlete wants fairness in sport. Yes. And, and once people can understand that, um, it is, it's kind of like this self realization for them, but I will tell you, I think the scariest thing about our society, other than the fact that it's a godless society is the inability to think for ourselves and the unwillingness to admit when we're wrong. Um, so when people can admit they're wrong, I think that's an incredibly admirable trait, um, for anyone on, uh, across the political spectrum to possess. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, the, the thing that sells you the, the, the best, other than you're smart and you're wonderful and you're awesome, is the fact that you're not in the pool anymore. You're not doing this to help your next competition. You're out of it. And, and you're still doing this to make sure the next girls coming up have a fair shake. I mean, that in and of itself is the selling point everybody should walk away with. No doubt. It's for people like my younger sister, right? Or my husband and I, we've been married for a year and a half and can only hope to have a daughter of our own one yeah. day. That's who I'm fighting for. I can understand the trajectory of this and what will happen if someone doesn't fight. And that's what scares me. That's what scares me more than the backlash or the negative comments or or whatever it might be. It scares me for my daughter's future, my sister's future, the next generation. That's what this is about. I love that you're out there fighting for all of us. Thank you, Riley. It's Riley Gaines. Go and get her show, The Riley Gaines Show, and wherever you love to get your podcast, go download it, go watch it, go listen to it. And uh, also the spokeswoman for the Independent Women's Forum. Keep up the fight, Riley. Thanks a million. You rock, Joe. Thank you. You rock. We're back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great
great to have you. We appreciate Riley Gaines. Make sure you go and follow her everywhere and check out the Riley Gaines Show. Make sure you stop at the social media. It'll be Joe Talk Show on YouTube. A couple of new videos there that you're going to like. A lot of people watching, so thousands of views so far. Also over on uh, Instagram, a couple of new reels over there. A couple of new videos over on, on uh, TikTok, Joe Pag. So it's Joe Talk Show on most places, on TikTok, and on Truth, it's Joe Pags. Another hour of the Joe Pag Show coming your way with Dr. James Thorpe. That's next hour. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show.